Maitrasheni Perik Hay, Mishnah Yud Beis 5.12. We continue to darshan the psukim that one recites when he says the Vidu HaMaitras, we're up to the second of the three psukim. I'll read it to you in full now, and then we'll break it apart to the Mishnah. Pesach says, and this is what one actually recites, Lo achalti menu. I didn't eat from it uh, in a state of anina, so I'll explain. Velo be'arti mimenu betame. I didn't um, get rid of it or consume it in a state of tuma. Velo nasati mimenu And I didn't give from it to the dead. Shamati b'kola Hashem alokai. I listened, I heeded to the voice of Hashem my God. Asisi k'chol asher tzivisani. I did exa- all that was commanded of me. So we'll break it up into psukim, darshing it, each part of the pasuk in its own place. The Mishnah says, Lo achalti ba'oni mimenu. I didn't eat from it in a state of oni, of aninus. So we're referring, the it here, we're referring to here, is maeser sheni and revai, which one cannot eat when he's an onen. What is an onen? So an onen is someone um, who is now in the initial stage of mourning, M-O-U-R-N, mourning um, the loss of one of his relatives that he's required to mourn over. Those relatives are seven. It's his mother or father, sister or brother, son or daughter, or his spouse. Um, and the day of their death is the Doraisa time when one is an Onen, as opposed to an Avil. Midurabban in that time was extended. According to the Rambam, which I'll stick to as the Pshat here, um, First of all, it's the night after that first day is included in Aninus Bidurabadan. And also, the whole time that the mace, the corpse, hasn't been buried, um, the period of Aninus extends. So if it took three days to bury that person, the period of Aninus extends Midurabadan throughout those three days until the burial and not the night afterwards. So during that time, one may not eat um, Ravai or Maeser Shani or Bikurim for that matter. Um, uh, and if he does, then the Mishnah here is saying that he would not be allowed to recite the Vidui HaMaisras. Um, as an interesting point, this is the source for the prohibition against eating Maeser Sheni, Revai, etc., um, Bikurim, in the state of, or, or Kudshim actually also is included, in the state of Aninus. And um, because of that, it's, it's peculiar. There's no separate thou shalt not, you know, somewhere else in the Torah. This is this is actually where it's learned from. And therefore, it actually comes out to be a machlokus roshonim. What happens if one did eat, if one did eat um, in a state of aninus, his, his maestro shani, etc. Um, what are the consequences? According to Rosh, he gets malchus, those good old-fashioned lashes, like any other losase, any other prohibition from the Torah. Whereas the Ramban says, no, um, it's only a, a, a love a prohibition that's learned out from Mitzvah Asse, because there's no explicit you may not in the Pasuk. In either case, for sure the case is that if one did eat Ravai, Maestro Shani, in a state of Aninus, then he could not do the Vidu HaMaisras. The Mishnah continues on, and here, so the Mishnah says now, explicitly explains, Ha im achlo ba'anina, if one did eat it, the Ravai, or the Maeser Shani in a state of Aninus, in Uyachalis Vados, he can't recite the Vidu HaMaisras. The mission continues with the next part of the Pasuk, which reads, Velo bi'arti mimenu betame. I didn't, um, according to the, here, our Mishnah, it says, um, it's, well, I didn't separate out the Maeser Shani 
um, in a state of Tumah, as the Pasuk, as the Mishnah says, Ha'im hefrishu betumah. If one did separate it in a state of Tumah, thereby he would convey his Tumah to the Maeser Sheni. Um, and that, in consequence, would be, Enu yachol hesfados, one could not um, do the viduit, a separate restriction all to itself. The Gemara Yuvamos understands that the Bi'arti here is referring to um, consumption, and it's referring to not eating the Maeser Sheni in a state of Tumah. In either case, both are true. One may not eat it or convey tuma to it, um, eat it in a state of tuma or convey tuma to it. To it. Um, the Mishnah here is saying if one did uh, convey tuma to it, then he couldn't um, recite the vidui, even though he could still, of course, do beer on that tame, Maeser Shani, but that's not sufficient. One can't do it in a state of tuma. The Pasuk continues, and the Mishnah explains it, quote, V'lo nasati mimenu lames, end quote. I did not give of it to... Um, the dead. So the Mishnah says, mm-hmm. I didn't use the Maeser Sheni money to purchase an Aron as a coffin and Tachrichen are burial shrouds for a mace, for a corpse, for a dead body. And the truth is, as we've learned in this Masecht already, one may not use um, the money that he redeems the Kedusha of Maeser Sheni onto um, to purchase anything other than for eating and drinking and anointing his his person, um, but this comes to tell you even anointing a dead body would be you know invalid for sure. Um, others emphasize the point is that even though arranging for the burial of a person is a great mitzvah, um, it, one is disallowed to use his Meister Shani money to do so, and if he did, that would invalidate his ability to recite the Vidya Meisters. Um, the Rambam and the parish explains something I really like very much, which is um, that the issue is that one is Meister Shani has embedded intrinsic Kedusha and one is essentially to incorporate that Kedusha into his person physically by consuming the Meister Shani or whatever, you know, ultimately transferring Kedusha onto something that he will eat and bring into his person. So if it's transferred anywhere else than to his own life force, it's to a mace, it's to a non, his non-person, and that's against the rules. That's what the Torah is setting up here, that one should sort of incorporate Kedusha quite physically, so to speak, into his person. Fine. A second drasha that comes out, says the Mishnah, from the prohibition of giving it lonasatev mimenu lames, is that v'lonasatev la'onim acherem. I did not provide my Maestro Shani food to be consumed um, by other people in a state of aninus, while they're with their dead. The Mishnah continues with the next part of the Pasuk, shamati v'chol Hashem alokai, I heeded the voice of Hashem my God, the Mishnah explains, Hevesi levesi bachira. I brought it to the base of Bechira, which is, literally means the house of uh, choosing, but it, again, it means um, the base of Mikdash. Now, the only component that must be brought to the base of Mikdash is Bikurim. Um, as for Maeser Sheni itself, um, it doesn't actually need to be brought to the base of Mikdash. It could be brought and eaten in Yerushalayim. So it's Labdafka. Some explain the shot here is that the ideal use for the money the one used to redeem Maeser Sheni is to bring as a korban a shlamim in the base of Mikdash, and that would reference this. Um, fine. The Mishnah continues on uh, by saying the last part of the verse, which is, Asisi kechol asher tzivisani, I did as all that you commanded me. Now, of course, we already covered that point already, and therefore the Mishnah says, in addition, that samachti, I rejoiced in 
my mitzvahs and the Maiser Sheni, etc. Vesimachti bo, and I also used it to gladden other people. Um, I made other people happy with um, my Maiser Sheni, my Bikurim, etc.